Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. We're we're happy. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a <laughs> We're in a good mood for the good mood show. Just even that was exhausting to me. <laughs> yeah, me uh, this is a show where we talk about things that we like and things that are good and things that we are into, and we're still going to do that, right? Yeah, like, of course. We, 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 they're still good. They're still good, but holy fucking, holy Ooh. shit! Ooh, swears! Shit, y'all! A lot of swears. Uh, yeah, we're we're doing we're we're recording our show right now. Uh, got the got big son home. Uh, because the because COVID is. Uh, running roughshod over our county. Uh, yeah, the public school system, I think, has some rules in place, but the the daycare system, it's it's wild west out there, and you just you just kind of you hope for the best, you but you don't really know. You expect and you don't get really know. the worst. And <laughs> we've all been sick for what feels like a month with not COVID, which is like oh, we're getting e- we're getting even like wish dot com brand COVID. Like we're not even getting like the real deal. Holy, we're getting Dollar Tree COVID. We're getting five below COVID up in here. I, I, you know what? I won't complain though. I won't complain. Obviously, it's dope that we haven't gotten COVID yeah. yet. But for for Christ's sake, yeah. Boop 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 boop. Yeah, not gonna lie, shit's very difficult. I would say right now uh, over in the the uh, Austin McElroy contingent. Uh, yeah, and I would say uh, a lot of the world and in the and in the whole world, <laughs> but. This is a show where we talk, talk about, about things, things we that we like, like, things we're into, things that are good. You're going to have to go first with the small wonders this week. I need you to. I need you to be the okay. wind beneath my wings okay. this week. Okay. 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 Um, have I talked about the new computer? No. So I believe I've mentioned on the show that my old computer, which was from approximately 2017, maybe. maybe. <laughs> uh, I spilled some milk for our baby into the keys and the did you v, purposefully not say breast milk i just i don't know i feel i feel it feels very personal <laughs> just to reference your breast yeah and the milk that comes from the yeah. life-giving if you notice miraculous. when we do ads for let's say brazier companies i, you don't I also say breast, huh? I also, yeah you say jugs with a z i'm what's called a uh, a prude yeah one might say um anyway the V key stopped working. And so in order to get a V, what I would do often is into the Google, I would type inured vines, <laughs> knowing that Google would figure out that I meant vineyard vines. And then I would cut a V from that and paste it where I needed like it. Like you're doing a fucking ransom note <laughs> yeah. every time you need to spell the word like yeah. ever. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, you don't type the V and you still get a real word and spell check won't save you. Yeah. Anyway, I have a new computer now and the V works yeah. and that is mostly what I wanted. Yeah. So I'm happy for that. I'm going to say as a grown up, this used to be a bad thing for me when I was a kid, but as a grown up, uh, taking your Christmas tree down and reclaiming that space, yeah. <laughs> especially when you have a baby that needs space. Yeah. Needs a wide open range to crawl around and fall. I still felt like it was kind of a bummer. I like the light that comes from a tree. I like the light that comes from a tree too. Yes, I. I, I, I don't agree love with all the ornaments or the mess. Even even if you have a fake tree, you get the the needles. It's like a weird. Like let's make you feel a part of things. The situation. I feel like yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 writing despite how fucking rough stuff is here right now i am riding on a wave of of inspiration of new year's new me inspiration i think we both are and it's like it's it's dope and it feels it feels like a much bigger wave than we've had in the past 
forever. Uh, and so I don't know, getting that space back in our room, I just see it and I'm like, there's so many possibilities. That's true. So much we can do here. This is going to be kind of a shorter episode because we have a big son downstairs just like kicking it. And so uh, we're going to probably go through He's things. He's on the iPad, fast. guys. Don't worry. He's on the iPad. He's on kids' YouTube. He's not on weird, um, like pregnant Elsa YouTube. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're fine for a half hour, which is how long we've got. So I want to talk about. The Internet's celebration of Elmo's hatred of rock. Oh, rock. Timely. timely. It's very timely. I don't usually talk about flash in the pan stuff like this. No. Um, because it doesn't, it usually doesn't have very much staying power. But this brought me so much joy. And we've consumed so much work from this small red monster, yeah. monster child. Are you going to explain what this phenomenon yes, is? Yes, I, I, I will. So earlier this week, uh, Twitter user Che uh, uh, posted a clip from a 2004 episode of Sesame Street. This is not a new oh, episode of Sesame Street. Oh, I thought Street. it was a new app. This is an old episode of Sesame Street, and the episode's called Elmo Believes He's Being Treated Unfairly. Uh, and in this clip, he is sitting at a kitchen counter with his friend Zoe, who is an orange girl Muppet, uh, and her pet Rock, Rocco, who Elmo hates, <laughs> who Elmo despises openly. Is Elmo like, he's supposed to be like, Six or something. I feel like he's Perpetually, like five or six. I mean, he's, he's yeah, somewhere he's like, in there. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this clip, Elmo wants to eat an oatmeal raisin cookie, uh, but they don't have any more. Rocco has the last one, so Elmo wants to trade cookies, but Zoe says he can't because Rocco wants the oatmeal um, yeah. raisin cookie. Whew. And then Elmo goes the fuck off. And let's play. Actually, play the audio from that uh, right here. That's Elmo's favorite. Mm. Oh, Gabby. Can Elmo have an oatmeal raisin cookie instead, please? Oh, gee, Elmo, that was my last one. Oh, that's okay, Gabby. Elmo will just take this one. No, 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 wait, wait, Elmo. What? Rocco says that he wants the oatmeal raisin cookie. Rocco? Rocco's a rock, Zoe. Rocco won't know the difference. Yes, he will. He, he, you can't have that cookie, Elmo. Rocco wants to eat it. How? How is Rocco going to eat that cookie, Zoe? Tell Elmo. Rocco doesn't even have a mouth. Rocco's just a rock. Thank you, editor Rachel, for for sourcing that audio. (laughs) There's so much, if you understand the history of Elmo and Rocco's tense relationship, um, you will understand the amount of catharsis behind this moment because Elmo's Elmo's disdain for this fucking rock is the thing of legends. Uh, Zoe has also always kicked it with this rock. They introduced Rocco in 1999. Oh my gosh. So for five years. Oh my gosh. Elmo has had to put up with this rock and like, pretend to exchange pleasantries with this stone and like what a like audience surrogate elmo is you know because i think typically on a children's program there's this this sense that you have to kind of buy in yeah and everything's magical and everybody is treated fairly and everything is fun at all times and elmo's a reminder that people have real emotions. He breaks character almost. Yeah. The extent to which his anger almost breaks the character, specifically the line where he says, how is Rocco going to eat the cookie? Huh? Tell Elmo. <laughs> Tell Elmo. Tell Elmo. <laughs> so, so like, whoa. That's the, that's the bit where I was like, oh, fuck, Elmo. Calm, yeah. calm down just a little Calm down a little bit, but I don't want him to calm down because, yeah, 
Yeah, that's outrageous. You, of course you want to eat that cookie. And it's such a, like, I don't know, it's such a good example, I feel like, you know? Because, like, there are going to be times when you encounter something and you can't keep it together. No. And, that, yeah, I mean, that's 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 it, too, right? Like, Elmo, we have, we have consumed a lot of Elmo content in the last five years. And also, Gus, who is, just turned nine months, has started to enjoy Sesame Street whenever we put it on. So that means, like, we're about to start this this Elmo train right back from from the station, right? Like yeah. we're about to start consuming Elmo again. And so it's nice to be reminded that Elmo, like this humanizes him in a way. Yeah, of course. Because he's not he he's not just this constantly curious, pleasant, delightful little little child. Like he gets he gets he gets frustrated too. <laughs> and especially I mean especially right now when we are all very frustrated with things that are completely unreasonable. Yeah, we are having to accommodate people who are maybe doing things that we think are not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it is I don't know, it's it is refreshing to see Elmo plumb those particular depths. Yeah. Um the real good stuff though, and I would encourage you to look up this 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 Twitter thread cuz it, it absolutely exploded are the responses because it's one of those wonderful things that is just kind of it's completely benign and the and twitter just has a fucking party with it like just people commenting on how he just how he just puts zoe in the ground <laughs> with his by saying rocco's not alive just he gets he gets so wild and then people like put together a timeline of that five-year span of uh. him having to like there's one clip where they're doing exercises and he was like that was fun and then so he's like, yeah, thanks. Rocco came up with it. And then you see Elmo just like go stone faced as he like is fighting so hard not to point out the <laughs> obvious biological contradiction <laughs> that that like poses. I was telling Griffin that I like the scenario where this is like Breaking Bad, where they like had a vision of five years from now, Elmo is going to lose it. And we have to build towards that. Yes. Every chance we get. And then the day they put this show together, like everybody had been anticipating it and everyone's standing around like, okay, today is Today's, the day. This is it. This is what we've been working towards. It's There's a clip where Zoe shows up late to play with Elmo and some friends and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry we're late. Rocco had to use the potty. And Elmo just goes, what? <laughs> and that's bullshit. That's not like, oh, yeah, he came up with this fun idea for a game. It's like, I'm blame, I'm late. Because I'm like, I was just fucking around and I got here late because I don't respect you or your time. But uh, I'll blame it on my rock, saying that my rock had to pee and poop. Like, your what had to, huh? And who? <laughs> um, this, is, uh, this actually leads me to a question. Did you, when you were a kid, and I'm guessing this is not true because you had two older brothers. Right. But did you ever have like an invisible friend? I, I thought I did sometimes, <laughs> but even that, like. Yeah. I would I would like imagine up my invisible friend and imagine like playing with them but then I would think like I don't really believe this. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, so it's it hits this like completely bonkers level that no child should be operating on of just like am I being authentic in yeah. in saying I have an invisible friend or do I just think that that would be a cool thing to actually believe? But then it's like, there's no barrier to entry <laughs> of having an invisible friend. Yeah. You can have one or not. 
Yeah, I, I'm getting real deja vu. I feel like we've talked about this before. I don't know. Um, but I, I will say that I had something similar and that I had created this kind of like Saved by the Bell story that happened every time I played in the backyard where like I had like an imaginary boyfriend. But I knew the imaginary boyfriend wasn't real and I didn't talk about the imaginary boyfriend with anybody. Yeah. So that is, I think, what is really relatable about this Rocco situation. It's like, it's fine for you to have a pet rock. But, but, like, when it, but once it starts inconveniencing <laughs> me, yes, making yes. you late for shit and I can't eat the cookies I want to eat. Yeah, exactly. Come on, Zoe. Um, it's just so funny and so good. And like, I don't know. I feel like stuff like this is getting rarer on the internet just like good this is a good funny thing yeah. that everyone liked and laughed at today yeah that's 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 very important <laughs> and true. very good and represents this like counterweight to an a, an opposite ever present thing that is that we just have to live with and so when you mm. get a, any kind of break from that holy shit it's it is i think it is worth acknowledging and celebrating yeah wow this segues really well into my wonderful thing well can it hold just yes just a second because we do have to steal each other away okay let's let's do that It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in wow the yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> it's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. 
So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. Got a few rumple rons here, and I would love to read this first one uh, because it is for Sarah and Lauren, and it's from Leslie, who says, Sarah and Lauren, it's me, Leslie, remember, from Joko Cruise 2019? I know it's been forever, but I think of you often and hope you are well. Much has changed in life, but I miss you both and still love you. I can't wait till things get better and we can have another great Mackle weekend and live our best lives together for a couple days. Also, Bud says hi. Oh, man. Oh, cruising. 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 Let's see. That's it. We were on 2019, right? Well, 2020. We were on that 2020 experience. Yeah. We were also on that 2019 experience. Just Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> fighting a Kraken at some point. Um, just sitting in the sun, drinking a, a boat drink. Oh, yeah. that was So that was 2019. That was approximately 65 years ago, right? Yeah, Is that it right? feels like okay, it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Can I read you another personal message? Uh-huh. This is for Bingo. It is from Laura. Hi, Bingo. I'm so happy to have you in my life. Your insightful, whimsical brain inspires me to dream for our future. Hopefully when you hear this, we're snuggled up on our big red couch with our kitty and some pumpkin muffins. I'll even put walnuts on half for you. Do you think it's a big, comfy red couch? Oh, is that like a reference to that kid's show? Big, comfy couch? Yeah. Where they pull things out of the couch and they are little people and they explore a big couch and they go on adventures? Just like Bingo and Laura going on adventures right now. Did you watch that show? No, I'm not super familiar. I just I just knew there were puppets, which I like. Which I like it too. <laughs> Beautiful premise for a show. It's about furniture. This is a great love. <laughs> Can I read the next one? Yes. This one is for Will, Chris, Philly, and Sean. It's from Shin, who says, can't think of anything more wonderful than my D&D group. Big thanks to the Dan clan for humoring me and letting me DM for you. In a time of isolation, you guys have allowed me to, a form of escapism that keeps me going, and I can't tell you how grateful I am for that. Plus, nothing brings me more joy than your reaction to those good, good dad jokes. If the Dan clan is the name of their in-world party, I like that so much. That's super great. Even as a real world name for a group of friends, that's that's powerful. But I'm imagining like a paladin and a ranger and a wizard and a cleric. And they're just like, we, we ride for Dan. <laughs> Hi, I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And I'm Laura House. We're the hosts of Tiny Victories. My tiny victory is that I sewed that button back on the day after it broke. We talk about that little thing that you did that's a big deal to you, but nobody else cares. Did you get that Guggenheim Genius Award? We don't want to hear from you. We want little bitty tiny victories. My tiny victory is a tattoo that I added onto this past weekend. Let's talk about it. My victory is that I'm one year cancer free, but my tiny victory is that I took all of the cushions off the couch, pounded them out, put them back, and it looks so great. So if you're like us and you want to celebrate the tiny achievements of ordinary people, listen to Tiny Victories. It's on every Monday on Maximum Fun. What you got, Tex? So uh, one thing that is bringing 
Uh, me, a lot of comfort in this time is the things that I can control. Good. And one of the things that has become a hobby of mine, uh, I would say in the past six to eight months maybe, is organizing. Oh, sure. Organizing things. I am finding it to be very wonderful for my mental health. Uh, and I have become a repeat buyer at a store that specializes in containers. I did not know a store like this existed. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't ever really understand the appeal of this store before I started trying to organize things. Yeah. Uh, and now I totally get it. Because I come in with like, you know, I have this like measuring tape. Mm -hmm. It's not the tape measure, but it's like the little, the stringy one. Yeah. You know? And I know the size of the drawer that I would yeah. like to organize. And then I just go in there like a math problem and find the right size container oh. to organize that drawer. And then when I come home and I put those containers in the drawer and they fit exactly as I was oh expecting them to, God. and then I can put all of the fruit snacks in one and all of the Z bars in one. Stop and it. then you pull that drawer out and everything is where it should be. Yes. And then when you buy more of those things, they have exactly a place to where go. They go. Yes. You know when you run out of things because you see there's only one left and I should purchase more. Oh, it's so good. <sighs> and I get to, I benefit from this hobby tremendously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is my favorite kind of hobby. Yeah. Uh so I I try to do some research like why Obviously, there's the thing I talked about, right? The control. Like the fact that I can take a situation where there's a lot of things I can't control and I can inflict my power on something to make it more pleasing to me and easier to look at. Yes. Yeah. And so I tried to do some research on that. What I found was a lot of like cleaning and organizing. Now, I'm going to say here, I don't like cleaning. No. I don't find... I, while I recognize, I, I appreciate the impact of cleaning, but the entire time I'm doing it, I am not enjoying it. Okay. A lot of people, I think, find comfort in cleaning because it is a process. It is a repetitive motion. Uh, it is something that you do. You know how to do. You know you have the right products. All this accoutrement. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. If um, anything, organizing is like a pathway to needing to do less cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of the articles I found paired them together, um, because you are still cleaning in a way, but you're not actually scrubbing or using chemicals. Typically. Right. Uh, so, so what I found was a lot of this like reducing feelings of helplessness, which is kind of what I was speaking to. I don't know why anyone would have that these days. <laughs> uh, the other thing besides like. You know, getting in that control uh, is uh, the kind of the mindfulness that can come with it. It's this thing you hear a lot about of like when you go on a walk, when you do something else, it like gives your brain the ability to get some perspective. Right. Uh, so when you're anxious and you're sitting and you're just stewing and you're not feeling productive or like you're active, a lot of times it's difficult to get control over that feeling. But the idea of organizing, for example, like there's physical activity involved with it. There's like concentration. I'm able to kind of get some perspective on my anxiety. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, this idea of like tackling a project and completing it kind of gives you the ability of like, oh, I can accomplish this. Maybe there are other things I can do. Right. <laughs> 
Um, this, I think, is also why, like, shows like Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. There's apparently a show called The Home Edit. Yeah. But it's, it's all about just kind of, like, organizing and minimizing and apparently TikTok cleaning videos are really popular. Okay. I'm not on the TikTok. Oh, it's great. Um, Lots of dancing. So many so much dancing. But <laughs> but for TikTok like these videos are like the transformation, right? Like, oh, here's a messy room. Now here's it super organized. I started following this cleaning organizing service here in Austin and they do the like the picture of like here's what the pantry looked like before. Here's the pantry now. Yeah. Very that's soothing. like that's like me with the pool guy videos. It's like look at the <laughs> look at the gross ass water in this pool. Now you can swim in it. Um and and there's something kind of like aspirational about that, you know, like uh this idea like on TikTok there's like cleaning my depression room, which apparently has become like a popular topic. Oh uh, shit. But just this idea is of Is this my depression room that we're in right now? <laughs> if it's not this room, I don't know what the fuck room it is. Well, I think I mean, I think the thing is, is that you're in charge of this room. Oh, yeah. And I feel like kind of, it's difficult sometimes. This room looks great right now. <laughs> this room looks really good right now. Um, but but yeah, this, 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 this transformation, this idea that you have let things get out of control and now are, you are reclaiming your authority and you are fixing it and you conquered it. And I, watching you do that, am inspired to maybe do the same thing. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I, I have found myself thinking about things that I can organize that I have not yet organized. One of the things I've been thinking a lot about is the freezer and how I organize that. Oh, our freezer's so fucked up. We just have stuff that falls to the bottom that we never eat because we forget it's there. There's an Omaha steak down there that looked at, <laughs> that looked at me. like a, It moved like a fucking claymation Pee Wee's Playhouse character. <laughs> Um, and also this is cause I'm spending a lot of time at home. Yeah. You know, I used to go out into the world, live 40 hours a week oh. and I would come home at the end of the day, eat dinner, watch some TV, go to bed, have a beer, <laughs> a Bud Light, <laughs> watch, but, watch your game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Un- unbuckle my belt. Unbuckle your belt. Recline Yell. in the recliner. Just start yelling. <laughs> um, but now that I'm here all the time, it's like I would like to enter a room and feel like things are where they should be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So organizing that's my that's my wonderful thing. I, it's a simple a simple thing, uh, and it can be kind of a daunting task also at the same time. Yeah. And I like it. I I do too. I do too. I will say one thing I've noticed is your little um your little game your little game shelf over there. I did that months ago. I know. I did. That, I did that when once the after Delta started to go down and things were looking pretty <laughs> chill for a bit. Um, but but you know it demonstrates that this is an interest of yours. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure I'll get back into it once the fucking <laughs> once the COVID data chart t- stops turning into a fucking skate park that I could do a fucking vert trick off of <laughs> for like a minute. Hey, thank you for listening. Uh, sorry, sorry about the vibe, uh, but we, I don't feel particularly uh, like we need to curb that necessarily. Yeah, I mean, perhaps for some people this is an escapist show, and they're like, hey guys, stop talking about the thing that I came here to avoid. 
Uh, it is that for us too, though. But there's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, there's peaks and valleys, and we're in a pretty big valley right now. So I thought uh, you said pizza for a second, and like pizza, I pizza. had a, welcome to Pizza Valley. Just a shot of adrenaline. Fuck, that would be good. <laughs> that would be good if there was like a podcast called Pizza Valley. That Pizza Valley should be something. It does sound a little bit like like the sequel to um, what's the Archie show. Oh, Riverdale? Riverdale. <laughs> you think Pizza Valley Pizza is the Valley. next thing after uh-huh. Riverdale? Uh-huh, the spinoff. Okay, anyway, thank you to Bowen and Augustus for these our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. Thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Um, and we there's a... Friday. Friday. Oh, yeah, Friday, shit. Friday, 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 Friday. We are streaming a live episode of Wonderful. You can purchase a ticket. For $5 or more, should you be able to give more, all proceeds will benefit Austin Batcave, which is a creative writing organization in Austin that has programs for youth. It's uh, a bit.ly slash wonderful ABC exactly. 2021. Exactly. Didn't think so much about that URL. And if you are, let's say, a cool kid and you have plans Friday night, I will say that the video on demand will be available for two weeks yeah. after. So, you know, let's say you go and you have your cool kid plans and yeah. then you return and you can watch our show. It's our, It's going to be a New Year's Day or New Year's Week spectacular and we're going to decide what the best year was in the history wow, of human you civilization. Showed the whole, you showed the whole I think it's fun. I think I want people to start thinking about what the best year was. Yeah, okay. Stretching back to antiquity. <laughs> It's going to be comprehensive. This episode's going to be a week. It's going to be uh, some Kim Burns shit. So brace yourselves. <laughs> yeah, we decided that everyone's talking about how this hasn't been a good year. And when I say this year, I mean the one that started five days ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we thought, well, when is the good year? Yeah. And so we'll figure that out, hopefully. I'm feeling all right about 2022 so far. Really? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> What's been good? <laughs> Elmo got really angry. Yeah, MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO. News overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.